0: Hello.
1: Hi. Well, how's hello it,
0: there. How's it going? Pretty good. It's good. Also
1: good on my end. How are you?
0: I'm pretty fantastic.
1: Awesome. Um. So, uh, interesting interestingly enough, Robert and I were driving around today, Natalie. So we left you I, out of the, we left you out of the picture this time. It's okay. fine.
2: I saw your guys' picture on Facebook. About okay. Okay. We
1: some time. Fair enough, um, but we were talking about podcasting and reached out to one of the people that was in our group um, at Next Level this past pe- weekend, and yep. she she gave us this topic, and she basically said, um, you know, talk about what makes you happy, so I have prepared myself actually I just got home from dinner and I have prepared uh six questions for you guys oh based around happiness so planned the
2: podcast.
1: What what? I planned the podcast I uh, I guess one of my one of my rackets th- through podcasting is kind of winging it not being organized and um so today I've decided to be somewhat organized so if we want to go in order I, I'd say you know what I'll leave myself out of this one and let you guys answer it um, And we'll just do Natalie first and then Robert. Is that cool? Yeah,
2: that works.
0: Perfectly fine. Awesome.
1: All right. So first question, uh, what are three to five things that make you happy? And can this tie into gratitude? Wait, what's the second part of the question? Can this, like, can you, those five things tie into gratitude? Gratitude.
2: All right. So, ooh, wow, really put me on the spot here. But, um, all right, so I'll start from the beginning. So you told me what the... Uh, topic today of what makes you happy so I kind of racked my brain as I was driving home. Whoa,
1: okay. back. I don't know what yeah, that is. there's a there's a ton of feedback actually I don't know what exactly what's happening. I have my
2: headphones on so there's too much background noise.
0: That sounded like a waterfall.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I am in the bathtub so well then it's uh, you. Anyway okay. so uh, okay. three to five things that make me happy. So the first on that list um, is making people laugh um if anybody knows me I am definitely here for comedic relief Uh and I'm just gonna straightforwardly kind of call you out but in a kind of humorous way but somehow it kind of uh it goes over pretty well and people seem to enjoy it but um if and I'd say that's like number one and two for me because the second part of that is if you um If you can't laugh or you can't make somebody laugh, um, it it makes any type of communication or relationship hard. So I kind of tie that into gratitude because making people laugh is a really easy way to bring down boundaries across the board. And with me being a world traveler, I've met a lot of people, uh, a lot of different languages, a lot of different cultures, but laughter is universal. So I'd say that's number one and two. Okay, awesome. So, number three, then, um, I'm a, I can only come up with three off the top of my head, but number three is going to be um, I have a really close knit group of friends. And when you are friends with somebody or a group of people for a really long time, you really get to know their personalities. And I'm sometimes an instigator. And I know this is going to come out kind of negative, but <laughs> I mean, you know, when you have that. That you're talking with that one person and you can kind of poke at them poke at them and you know you know uh, that you're just kind she of just pokes the bear. It. She, pokes the bear. she the there i poke the bear but um I, I mean at the end of the day it makes it makes me happy and hopefully you know it, <laughs> but it kind of opens it up it opens everything up for conversation you start talking about other things you know if you kind of get somebody a little bit riled up a little bit they're a little bit more honest and authentic but how can i my group of people, they give it right back, so at the end of the day, that's why I say it's something that makes me happy, because comfortable enough to actually throw it out there with people. I
1: dig it. Thanks right.
2: thanks for sharing. Robert, Absolutely.
1: you're
0: next. Uh, all right. My, <laughs> my first one uh, was something that really makes me happy is uh, honesty. Ooh. There is nothing like being honest and open um it tears away fear and insecurities um and it lets you know that if someone likes you or someone wants to be around you, it's because they know you and you're not worried you know that oh they're gonna find this out about me or they're gonna hate this about me no it's just. Or even even outside of that, you know, it, is my boss going to find this out, or is is you know my sister going to find that out? Like honesty is huge. And so you are you, it makes, me, are you it makes me happy because it takes a lot of stress out of pretty much any relationship.
1: So I have a question. When you say. The honest like what I'm hearing is that authenticity is most important because the honesty comes with the authenticity. Like you were saying, like, you know, I wonder if my boss is gonna find out about this. If you're authentic, that means you're honest. And then right. that means you just don't care about what other people think. Is that what you're
2: what you're saying?
0: No, I would say that I still care about what people think and but
2: I mean, I jump in there and say I'm, the same thing. Um, I'm,
0: confident, I'm confident enough to be honest and and not care at the end. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, at least At least I tried. So no, I care what people think, and I want people to like me and and, and think that I'm as awesome as I think I am. Uh, but you know, not everybody does, and sometimes that hurts your feelings, but yeah, I'm going to be authentic. And I'm going to be honest and, and hope that you take it well. But honesty makes me happy because it, it, it relieves a lot of stress out of, my, out of my life and out of the inside of my head.
1: Natalie, did you have something to say?
2: Yeah. Um, playing off your, your honesty being authentic, I think authentic is the end result and honesty is only a piece of it. Because I think right. some people can be authentic, but maybe necessarily be honest. Oh,
1: just to play that as an
2: advocate to the conversation.
1: Sure. I mean, that, okay. may, that, that, that definitely makes sense to me.
2: Okay. Because everyone's right. definition of honesty is going to be a little bit different. So right. if your definition of honesty is being authentic and being true to you and, you know, telling the truth and just putting yourself out there maybe Joe Schmo's version of honesty is, is not that.
0: Right.
1: Interesting. Interestingly put. Uh, so Robert, how does that tie into gratitude?
0: Uh, gratitude. I guess I'm grateful when people, you know, receive me for who I am and, and, and are okay with it. Um,
2: and
1: are honest with you
0: and are honest with me. Yeah. I mean, That way, you know it's it's both sided. It's comfortable. You don't have to worry about, you know. Oh, I I told them all my secrets or whatever, and, and they don't they don't share a whole lot, you know. So it's like comfortability, you know. So okay, reciprocated, and it, and it's you know it's great. It is grateful when it's reciprocated and given back.
1: Okay uh you've got four well tops four of the things that you could be that make you happy four things that make you happy
0: next thing that makes me happy is
1: great
2: answer good hot, good topic,
1: good hot topic hot topic i'm gonna woo, play on this woo, one woo, for woo, like woo.
2: the rest of the night how's that sound yeah uh, we, we already recorded an entire podcast about. Uh, that. <laughs> we did uh, okay i'll, I'll
0: <laughs> broaden it up Look like look, look what I started. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, I'll I'll broaden it out and I'll say connection.
2: No, uh, don't broaden it out. You said it. You what did you just say it. about being honest and authentic? Fucking
0: sex is awesome, but sex is also in the connection category. Like and, and it's not just sex that I like. It's the connection, it's the holding hands, it's the kissing, it's the snuggling. So you're talking it's intimacy at that like, point. Intimacy, yes. Yeah. So and connection. I mean there's if it's if it's real there's definitely a connection that's going on. Um, so that shit makes me happy being connected with another human being on an intimate level.
2: Okay. How's it related to gratitude?
0: I have no idea. It doesn't matter. I agree gratitude. with you. So. <laughs> <laughs> Who gives
2: a shit
1: about gratitude? I right have now? no
0: idea how to relate that <laughs> Who
1: gives a shit about right, gratitude? Right. When I you're guess, getting laid.
0: <laughs> I guess, right. I guess it's grateful if it's give and take, uh, you know, equal. In so the, giving uh, and taking in the intimate category. Okay.
1: All right. I can dig it. Great answer. All
0: right. All right.
1: Carry on with the other <laughs> things that make you happy. All right.
0: So, I was I, mean, I have I have one more. One more. Um What's the question? Um Say what are five things that
1: make you Sorry, happy? And how and can they day. tie into gratitude? And the reason that I'm asking if it can tie into gratitude is because today is uh, day three of my positivity challenge, and I am supposed to be I am supposed to let one person know in my life how grateful I am for them. So I'm just interested to hear how you're how you're spinning your happiness around to gratitude, and how you can be thankful for the things that make you happy.
0: Right on! I uh, my kids make me happy. Um, Absolutely one hundred and ten percent. there's nothing about them that makes me unhappy like seeing them taking care of them, I love taking care of them, I love giving them baths I when they were babies, I didn't hate changing diapers. I wanted to get the I wanted to get the nastiness off them as soon as possible because they're my perfect little awesome baby, and I didn't want them hurting or uncomfortable like nothing about being a dad is is bad to me like i love everything about it so um and i'm actually extremely grateful for a lot of things um that my kids are healthy um that they're smart and intelligent and in my eyes they're all absolutely beautiful and i am thankful uh and grateful for those things every day
1: amen shout out to the proud papa yeah for sure
0: that that yes, takes ma'am.
1: uh a very strong individual to to do your job and and love their job at the same time so
0: oh my god I love it Definitely um do you
1: guys want to hear the couple things that make me happy and it's kind of not even like surfaced on what you guys have talked about but yeah totally um sure. being on the road makes me happy oh yes um I All right. like
0: is that travel
2: or just uh, driving? Both, I
1: guess um okay okay I, I guess it's my, my quote for this evening is it's not about the journey getting, or not about like the destination. It's about the journey. So, and I guess that's with life too. Um, maybe I'm kind of like living vicariously through travel and like c- comparing it to my life. But, um, I have, I have been to 48 out of the 50 States since I was 20 years old Toot toot. I'm over here toot my own horn. Cause that's a goal. That was, that was a goal in <laughs> my life. <clears throat> um, but I've made so many different connections, and as far as far as you both know, um, and maybe not everyone else knows this, but I feel like I'm a very outgoing, like I have a very outgoing personality where I can connect with pretty much anyone that I meet. Hey, and, um, about
2: that, since I just traveled with you for an entire week when we went to a bar and you struck up a conversation with a total stranger, and then we're Facebook friends and taking photos 15 minutes later, that's the <laughs> truth. You are totally an outgoing person. That's I just
1: have no shame. I mean, I want to, I'm interested to learn different cultures and different people and like where people come from and what they're, that's why I really enjoy doing these podcasts because we have three different brains in this right now and they're all different. Um, And I can take something home with me at the end of the day when I, when I talk about this. So traveling has brought me extreme joy, Um, meeting new people and traveling with a lot of like, I've traveled with a lot of different people. Some of them I travel very well with, some of them suck. Natalie, you don't suck, so thank God. Oh, well,
2: thank you. I really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Um,
1: but I, like I said, I've driven cross-country with my friend Rory twice, and him and I are pretty much outgoing individuals. We're both Sagittarius and human beings, and we have no problem striking up a conversation with anybody or anyone, really, at the at the bar or camping or cooking dinner or eating or whatever. So I find that um, traveling and and – I guess feeding my brain knowledge and education constantly is worth more than sitting in a classroom, hands down. I support that right decision. A hundred percent. Absolutely. Um, so that's one thing that makes me happy. I won't go like into a ton of detail. Let's see. Um, another thing that makes me happy and this, see, and these things to me are like, you guys are like, oh, sex and, honesty and integrity and I'm like, well, fuck that. I just want to get my knees in the breeze and ride my motorcycle.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, there is like people are like motorcycles. are.
0: There's going to be lots of people who connect yeah. To that. Yeah. Uh, riding so.
1: my motorcycle is like the most freeing, amazing experience. And I always tell people they're like, oh, what's riding a motorcycle? You just won't know. Um, it's amazing to be able to be going 65, 70 miles an hour and see the shit on the side of the road that people don't notice like because they're in a car and, or being able to put your feet down and touch the earth while you're, while you're riding. And to me, being, in a, being on a motorcycle is like being in a part of a movie, like being cast in a movie, whereas being in a car is like watching a movie from your couch. So those are two things that definitely for sure make me happy and um, authentic people, just people that are real. I, uh, I don't like liars. I don't like cheaters and I've had plenty of them in my day because I am authentic and I trust people until they give me a reason not to trust them. And so I found myself in both situations in which like I get screwed over because I just trust people. And then there are times where I connect with really amazing people and those trump the bad people every single time. So I continue to do what I do. I don't ever change my personality or my, my, um, my motives behind what I'm doing because I feel like being authentic and is going to bring me more happiness later in life rather than shutting down and not trusting people. So.
0: I absolutely support you 100% in that decision. Touche. touche. So, Thank you. Absolutely.
2: As my dad Always, used to say growing and... up, you catch more flies with honey. Shout out to my dad.
1: Shout out pops Dukes. <laughs> does anyone else have anything to say until we well before we move on to the next question
0: no i I mean i'm going to say
2: yes but then we're going to go off on 900 different tangents so no we're not i'm going to reel it in go ahead what do you have to
1: say well i don't remember now so what's the second question oh okay great so (laughs) all right um natalie at one point in your life did you know what made you happy oh
2: that's a bloated question um well for, for me it is a little bit um so i see two it's two sides of the same coin this question for me one because i'm still growing so my mentality is i call it a student mentality of life and constantly learning constantly growing and sometimes you don't know you or you. I'm all about experiences, and maybe I haven't experienced something or don't know anything about it, and I don't know if it'll make me happy. So, that's my non-committal answer to that one. So, okay. that's one side. The other side is. Um,
1: I guess I should reword that question.
2: Well, it's that's just how I do that question, and how I'm going to choose to answer it, at least. But. Um, the other side to it is when I actually knew I was happy was um when I guess you could say I had a feeling of being safe for the part where I felt like I could turn to people that supported me no matter what my shitty decision might be and I wasn't going to be judged for it
1: so can you give me a specific example um (laughs) you can say no
2: well, I, I, mm, uh, circle back to it. I need to think of an example. Okay. Um, and Robert. Uh, I'm going to read the question again.
0: Okay. This is this. No, this is uh, you can. I, that way I can. Okay. I kinda know
1: um, it. At what point <laughs> in your life did you know what made you happy?
0: Well, um, I personally kind of have always been not a screw up, but like just never really owned my shit and, uh, being a dad and taking ownership of that and being the best that I could and making sure everything was paid and make sure there was a roof over their head. Uh, that shit made me really happy, like to provide safety and, and comfort and food, uh, to my kids, uh, outside of that. Personally, like what made me happy for me uh, was when I decided to repurpose furniture and do antiques and uh, kind of be a picker. You know, it's like a treasure hunt all the time. And I don't need I don't I don't need anybody's help with that. I don't need anybody's blessing for that. That's me. I own that shit. That is what I do for me. And that shit makes me happy. I dig it. I was actually uh, very happy. I was happy being a husband because I was good at it. But that doesn't mean I was happily married.
1: What what qualities about you do you think are good husband material?
0: I give 100%. Um, thoughtful. Considerate. Um, loving, understanding, you're a good listener, patient. I'm a good listener. Um, Natalie, you'll like, you'll, you'll like this. I did tell, um, I did tell Whitney this, you know, I went through another training Mm -hmm. program last weekend and we were supposed to call people in our families, uh, for feedback, uh, about where we're fucking up in our lives so that we could take an honest look at ourselves, not from just our point of view, but from the point of view of people Mm -hmm. around us. Um, And you know that I'm in the middle of like a separation, Mm -hmm. uh, divorce eventually. Um, So I called Jen uh, and asked her, I said, you know, I really need your help. I need some honest feedback. Uh, You know, where, where do you think I could use some improvement you know what do you think I could do better in my life what do you think you know would would help me grow and help me be a better mean she said nothing you're perfect (laughs) now this is the girl that I'm breaking up with you know what I mean like this is the person that I'm splitting up with And, and she she tells me that I'm perfect now She's either full of shit and and is lying and doesn't want to tell me and be honest with me, or she really thinks I'm perfect, which I highly fucking doubt. So, um, but I know that she knows that I was a good husband. Fuck her dad even told me that I was a great fucking husband, and he knows that we are splitting up. So I own that because I gave 100% and I was good at it. And, and it was something that I was very proud of.
2: So I got two things to say to that. One, I'm sorry that you got shitty feedback because that's just not fair. And it sounds like just conflict avoidance at that point. But I agree. And two, shout out to you because, I mean, that's, that's a big courageous thing. To put yourself out there and own it, regardless of what the answer is. I mean, you probably went in expecting the worst, not expecting to hear that, but at the same time, that doesn't really give you anything more or less or validate any of your feelings, so
0: Oh, don't worry. I uh I called my ex too, uh, my uh daughter's mother and she she gave me more than uh more than enough.
2: Oh perfect, for, more for uh, everybody. She 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 gave me
0: she gave me more than enough for uh herself and Jen combined, so it wasn't a waste of a day there you go touche sure.
1: <laughs> touche <touché. laughs> well, thank you for sharing um do you guys want to hear do you guys want to hear welcome. about when i knew i was happy
2: yep um yes this is kind of morbid that's fine This is what we're talking uh, about okay all right, all right we're being we honest
0: here here
1: let's, we go let's Um, in my previous relationship, I was dating him for almost six years. And, um, towards, i want to say the last two or three years of our relationship, he told me that I needed to go to therapy and I happily went no problem. And I, I did the work in a fairly quick amount of time. I mean, I cried 26 years of tears that I hadn't cried ever and it was rough, but I did the work and I wanted to be the best me I could be. And, um, It was essentially after he and I split up and I had gone through therapy and I had moved out and moved in on my own that I realized I was happy. Like, I was happy by myself. I was happy with the person that I was. I'm happy with the work that I've done. I'm happy with where I'm going in my life. And it's not his fault, per se, That I was upset or not happy, but he pushed me in the right direction of like, you know, maybe therapy will help you or maybe this will help you. He pushed me in a way, I kind of talked myself into being on my own and I guess that's what made me happy in the long, what would have made me happy in the long run and now I'm sitting here almost 30 years old and I am the happiest person that I think I've ever been and I have him to thank for that and and now that he's gone I mean obviously I can't thank him for that so I just have to live my life in the most happy way and influence other people to feel the same way that I do because we all deserve happiness so that's what
2: that's a great story. great story thanks thanks
0: that's awesome No, that's and, and and if you'll let me I think that it brings up another idea Yeah go for it that that even though something sucks, even though breakups suck, you know, it's all about perspective and how you look at yep. it and, and and you make it, you know, like if you're breaking up, like you can sit there and feel sorry for yourself. Like somebody doesn't want me, or you can grab the bull by the horns and say, you know what, this is, this person didn't want me, but you know what, there's somebody out there who does. And now I just have to look for them. And that's, that's looking on the bright side. That's looking on the, the, the best side. And I think that you being grateful, uh, Whitney, for him pushing you uh, to do that and and actually having gratitude towards it Mm -hmm. is fucking huge. I think I that's amazing about you. And I'm glad that you see it because so many people get their feelings hurt like he just wants me to go to there because he thinks I'm a psycho. And no, you, fucking, I think to be honest with you, he you... saw
1: potential in me that I didn't see in myself. And that's why he did it. I really, right. truly believe that well, like he was on my team in that aspect. Like he wanted me to fucking go out and kill it. And, and he pushed me in that, in that direction. And here I am, like, I, I feel like he knew and he saw something that I didn't see in myself. And I find that amazing.
0: Well, I'm glad that he did because you are amazing, and I'm glad that you got the help and that you are happy yeah, now. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Of it. Thanks for listening, guys. Whitney, what was your yeah. quote the other day? Something about moving forward or up, or there's no way but up oh, or there's no place from here but up. Right.
1: Right on. Yep. I mean, I you can that's a choice. You can go down from here, or you can go up. But I'm choosing up.
2: Right. Right. Yep. So.
1: Hell, Absolutely. yeah. Um, are you guys ready for the next question? Okay. Yes. All me. right. This is for Natalie, right? Yeah? Okay. Yeah. I would like
2: happiness for 200. Alex
1: okay. But... Touche. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Here is the question. How do you practice being happy each day? And can you name something specifically that you have done recently to practice happiness each day?
2: Yes. Okay, so I'm going to kind of tie in your last question with this because I've been walking around my living room thinking about uh, an answer. So um, this is a kind of broad, high level. My personality is I'm really good at answering a question without actually giving you any information. Like I won't actually answer the question. Yeah, well, please
1: give me some information. That's the whole point of this podcast. (laughs)
2: Right. I know. But it that's just an internal thing and a personal thing that I'm working towards. Over. Look at you go. See, I like your your perseverance in that aspect. Thank yes. you. And now I totally lost my train of thought because I just oh, shared um, what you, about your personal life is right. And then what's what's the question? Number question. Uh, how do you practice being happy each day? how do I practice being happy? Okay. So to kind of tie in with your last question, for me, when I realized, I don't know that I've actually realized happiness or still working towards it. Reason being is I find happiness in like all the little things, like in each moment, like if I've traveled somewhere, it's you know, driving down the highway when it's 75 degrees and your windows are down and the music is blasting. In that moment, it's happiness. And does that overcome like the entire day or stuff like that? So there's just moments of happiness. I can't really say. And that's just a continual thing. So I think that kind of ties into your third question then for my answer being Those are the moments that I practice happiness and it's it's a daily basis thing. Um, Some people do like meditation or yoga or the, you know, breathing exercises to to find and and recenter themselves. But I mean, for me, it's just the, the tiny moments that, you know, the split second, two, three seconds here, there where you notice something or you think of some old past or some experience and you just start smiling or you get a dumb text message from somebody that is just really out of the blue and um, you just start laughing for no reason.
1: I dig it. So it's essentially your
2: awareness of being. Well, being present. Yes.
1: That's That's what I was getting at. And,
2: you know, for a very specific example, um, I've been on vacation for the past week. And when I came back from vacation to work this past Monday and Tuesday, I've been in a, a, a professional communications and selling class. So it's literally eight hours of learning how to communicate and essentially sell things, even though I'm not a sales rep. But um, there's still, it's still applicable to everyday life. And one of those moments was my boss actually telling me for the last three days that she's so excited and happy that I came back to work because our team is really small. There's only three of us, but you know, a moment like that, it's taking the five seconds and appreciating that, you know, somebody else appreciates you and it makes you feel really gratitude good. And then that gratitude. And then hopefully, I mean, for me to be an authentic person, I want to pass that along. So, you know, you're feeling good about it. You want to spread, it. tell somebody else they're doing a good job, tell somebody else how you appreciate them or a good job or you know, do a little bit extra for somebody. I dig it. So there
0: you go. Right on.
1: And Robert, how do you practice being happy I, each
0: day? How do I practice happiness each day? Um, by caring for others, like literally legitimately caring about others. Like I am a sales rep. I am in and out of pharmacies all day. Um, and I genuinely Ask and want to know how people's days are going, and if if they're not doing so good, I want to ask them why. Like, uh, you know, just taking a minute and sometimes letting somebody know that you know they're 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 noticed, you know, can make them feel makes all the difference. Yep. Uh, so that's how I practice, you know, happiness. And then, you know, I don't have, I'm not always happy, you know, but um, you know, you kind of come back to the gratitude where you, if you're having a bad day, you kind of stop and think to yourself, like, you know, this is going pretty crummy or whatever, uh, uh, but what is going right today or, you know, how is today going well? So, it's just uh, reconnecting with the things that are going right instead of dwelling on the things that, that are going wrong. I love really that. Shitty. So that's how I practice being happy. And, that's, and it is fucking practice, man. It sure does. Because yeah, it's it so, does, so yeah. easy. It's so, so easy to just dwell on <clears throat> shitty things and let them eat you up. Um, so it takes a lot of practice to really just stop and be like, okay. <laughs> Yes, this sucks, but choosing what?
2: to see the bright side of right. every situation.
0: Right, the silver lining. I, I've yep. always loved looking for the silver lining. You know, <laughs> uh, hey, uh, somebody just wrecked my car, but hey, I get to go car shopping, which yeah, I really, there you really go. like. There you get, go. So, you
1: and your shopping. You know, we had like, discussed this earlier. I, like, I, you can I, go shopping. I'm going to stay at home.
0: I don't. I don't. I think, <laughs> oh, that's. I, I'm not so sure. I'm happy about that, but. Um, so sure.
1: I, I'll answer this one real quick. Uh, how do I practice being happy each day? It's focusing on the positive things in your life. That's it. Like, Absolutely. uh, for example, cause I needed a specific example, uh, to kind of make it a relatable situation, but I've been trying to sell my motorcycle for three, four or five months now. And, um, the individual essentially, bailed on me for tonight and i got upset and then i was like wait a second like i I can look at her one more day and i'm gonna do a podcast with natalie and robert tonight so like and i'm gonna sit in the bathtub in an Epsom salt bath so like is it really all that bad (laughs) no like it sounds like it sucks i am having a great i'm having a great time over here (laughs) um so uh question number four kind of tied into what you guys already talked about which was finding joy in each moment which Natalie kind of mm-hmm. pressed on, which was awesome. So we already got that out of the way, essentially. Um, Natalie, You're yeah, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Uh,
0: Overachiever. Yeah. You, no,
2: you I did that. not send her this
1: list beforehand. She is, this is impromptu. You guys are
0: cheating. No, we're not. Okay, so I just want to give you guys a heads up.
1: We'll probably just do one or two more questions because we're at 34 minutes right now, and this will only let us go to an hour. So okay. um, question number four for Natalie. How do you handle unhappy individuals?
2: Ooh, um, you know what? That's a really hard one because for me, uh, I'm a really empathetic person. So sometimes like I can absorb that negativity, like it actually affects me. So. Sometimes with the negative people, I'll, I mean, I'll do my best to kind of hear them out or at least try to listen to whatever it is that they might be saying or doing. Um, but it's kind of harking what we just talked about with um, looking at the positive of every situation. So, I mean, I'm going to try to spin it to make it some sort of a positive or see or show them what that silver lining is to turn this negative situation or the negative talk into something positive. And then I'll probably just remove myself from the int- the physical vicinity of wherever this person okay. is. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, that's totally
1: <laughs> physically. That is a I really do. good boundary actually. So there's my, I answer. dig it. And what about you, Robert? How do you, um, handle unhappy people? Not well. Uh, good answer. Very blunt. Flat out.
0: Flat out. Not, not well. Um, Uh, me and Natalie again are once in one, one of the same where, uh, negativity is, is like a, like a shadow, you know what I mean? Like you, you bring that negativity and it, it, it dims other people's light. So, and that being a, I'm a sensitive person. I just always, have, been, I always will be and, and I'm sensitive to people's negativity and it, and it rubs me the wrong way and, and it creates frustration and, and that that's the old me. I have gone through some new training and, and hopefully from now on uh, nothing will, will dim my light. No matter how negative somebody is, I'll be able to shine through their negativity and maybe even become a source of light for them. Um, so hopefully that was the old me and, and the new me can, can really, kind of show the way for these negative people. Um, but damn, it's so fucking hard. It's so hard, especially when it's people that you care about. Oh, you yeah. care, it's people that you care about their opinions, like, and and they're being negative about you or your, what you're doing. You know what I mean? And then you're like, ugh, like, you're, you're killing me. Like, I would never, I would never tear you down like that. And, and or I would never put down, your ideas like that. And and like my dad, I'll, I'll bring him in for another example. Like um, I wanted to, I wanted to try a three wheel motorcycle. One of the old ones, real long low to the ground with a Volkswagen motor on it, you know? And, and my dad's like, no, fuck that. Like I wouldn't even ride with you. He's like, they're stupid. And, uh they're a cop out and this and that and I'm like like so you're saying like just because it's not something that you're into or that you dig on like he's like I would never ride with you and I'm like so just because it's not something that you really dig like you would take away from the time that you could be spending with me to because you hate something that I like like that and that was that's just super negative that's super negativity that he's just throwing out there and it's like fuck yeah <laughs> like, that's something that's something that I like you know and and you're just killing it like just stabbing it to death with your negativity and then and that changes your up. mind
1: cuz then you're like well if that guy you know I respect this individual and I've loved this individual my whole life So do I go with what I like or do I respect the fact that this individual doesn't like it because now I don't get to spend the time that I want to with this individual because they don't like what I'm doing.
0: Right. And it's, and I'll be honest, it's tainted my motorcycle riding. You know what I mean? Like, cause I'm on a motorcycle, which I love the motorcycle that I have, but it's like, it it just leaves a bad taste in your mouth. You know, like you carry Mm -hmm. that with you. I
1: think our listeners could Um, probably resonate
0: with that. Because it's a negative you.
2: experience, and right. you kind of hold on to that.
0: So it's like, do I – like, I don't uh, – you know, when I ride with him, I'm not really – like, all, I, I guess I'm happy about it because, you know, he's my dad, and, and he won't be around forever. So I try to enjoy time with him, but at the same time, it's like I'm doing what he wants, and he's spending time with me because – I'm I caved in and I'm doing what he wants so he's happy but it takes away from my happiness. yeah that makes sense
2: you could spin off this podcast into like five different other conversations about boundaries about compromise about for me hearing that story Robert like I will get lost in the why behind it because people fascinate me like Right. I love watching people and then like making up stories about strangers at restaurants or that. <laughs> oh, I, I do the again. same like, thing. For, you like say, I, you, like, I love do that, you ever go with
1: friends and you just look at them and you're like, what's that person's story? And then you go on a 20 minute tangent. Time.
2: Yes. Okay. Resonate. All I'm resonating time. with that with you right now. But um, I mean like at that point, then you just kind of get lost in the whys, and you kind of get introspective and it's like, well, what's the history behind it? Why doesn't your dad, you know, not like this part of motorcycle. Maybe he has a bad experience and he's passing that bad experience on to you. Like, who knows at that point? But now you're just talking about overthinking. Now, well, right. analysis paralysis. Right. right. Yeah. I'm just going to bring this whole thing home yep. here. Touche. Right. Touche.
1: <laughs> um, I, are you guys finished with your segments?
2: Yes.
1: Okay. Yep. Yes. Real quick, how I handle unhappy individuals. Are you guys ready for this? Because I am the po- I am I'm the polar opposite so of
0: both Absolutely. of you
1: fuck them okay.
2: good fuck them
1: <laughs> um here's here's my thing uh not necessarily fuck them but fuck them <laughs> uh, <laughs> i totally understand that so too. yes nellie you've been my friends for 20 years you should get that at this point F- fuck them but but actually no. fuck them <laughs> so um,
0: not literally right, but actually. actually like
1: tuck them in the fuck it bucket and move on like <laughs> so here here's my here's my example of that um when an a- unhappy individual approaches me or they are so unaware that they treat me like shit or whatever the case may be what? or they project their insecurities onto me um i i have a tendency to immediately like first and foremost, get upset. And then I reel myself in like two seconds later and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. A, there needs to be a boundary. B, that's that person's problem, not mine. Mm -hmm. So when I say chuck it in the fuck it bucket, I mean like realize that those people have insecurities and that those people have problems. I'm not saying that I'm perfect, but when it comes to my happiness, I put my happiness first and not anybody else's. And I feel like if I'm happy, then all of the other happy people will come into my circle and that will be, that will be my friend circle, um, or family or whatever, but like, okay, for example, I hope that this individual is not listening to this, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Um, there's one, there's one person in my life that is extremely, extremely negative, And I'm not going to put it out there what this individual's name is, but it's to a point where like, it, I've constantly been guilt tripped. I've been talked down to, I've been told that I'm a bitch. I've been told that, I don't spend enough time um, with this individual. And so why would I want to spend time with someone that's negative? Um, Uh Long story short, I realized after many, 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 many months of therapy that um, I needed to set healthy boundaries. And so when I sit here and I say like dealing with unhappy people, setting up a boundary that. Kind of is like a win-win situation. Robert and I have had this conversation a million times about like, I'm trying to make everything a win-win situation. Um, My win-win situation was I don't answer the phone after 9 p.m. And I only, Mm -hmm. when I, when, you know, when I visit this individual, I stay in a hotel. And um, when, you know, when I, when I discuss things with this person and they don't necessarily agree with me, I hang up the phone. I just, okay, I have to go. Like, it, you can disagree with me. That's fine. But you don't have to project your insecurities onto me. And I hang up the phone. So I guess the way that I handle unhappy individuals is 100% boundaries. And also turning anger into pity has helped. Um, there, right. I, that's, a,
2: that's a cool perspective.
1: I was parallel parking the other day. I was with um, my friend. And I was in the short north in Columbus. And I was parallel parking. And there was a guy in front of me. That literally wouldn't pull up because he was having a conversation with someone on the side of the road. So, like, cars are going over the double yellow lines to get around this idiot that's parked. Like, I can't parallel park because he's not far enough up for me to, like, pull up and then back into my spot. And I probably got, like, eight inches away from the car in front of me. And the guy that was outside of the car talking to the people inside of the car literally... Stepped away from the car, looked at me, and he was like, fuck you, you fucking bitch. Back the fuck up. And he started screaming at me, and my eyes got as big as saucers. And I was like, whoa, that guy is mad. Like, I didn't even hit a car, and he's this mad. I went from, like, surprise to pity in an instant. Wow. I'm like, I feel bad for him. He is literally miserable. Like, he is so miserable that he has to scream at a stranger that didn't do anything wrong. So that's how I deal with unhappy individuals. Boundaries and pity.
2: I like it. I'm going to apply that to my own
1: life now. Thank you. Yeah, of course. I'm like, if I can, if I can inspire somebody to like turn somebody else's anger and stupidity into pity, it's so much, your life is going to be so much easier.
0: Let me throw this out there. Instead of pity, how about love? That too. Like literally just love and happiness and and you know i'm sorry that you're angry but i still love you because you're a human being
1: that's huge and that takes a lot of practice so maybe maybe what needs to happen from here on out is i change i start changing my pity into love yeah great advice good good uh good feedback there all right and we have about 14 minutes to go so i'm just gonna have you two answer this question then we can roll out um, All right. Natalie. How do you? How, oh no, no, no. That's not what I was gonna. Okay. Um, what are you most excited about for your future?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like your chuckle.
2: That was such an evil laugh. <laughs> I loved it. It was perfect. Are you excited um, about your
1: future of moving in, buying a house in Columbus, letting Whitney move in, and starting a restaurant?
2: Yeah, <laughs> totally. But, I mean, that's. That- <laughs> I mean, that's the long-term 10-year plan, Uh, right? right? (laughs) Um, I think what I'm most excited about for the future, I got a lot of stuff going for me right now. So um, I'm kicking ass in my job. Um, Everybody knows who I am and giving me more responsibility. I just started my MBA first class, first semester last night and spent three hours talking about leadership and how we're going to integrate into the community and start new projects and talk with, you know, important people and stuff. So I, I got a lot of stuff looking out on the horizon. So I'm really excited about a lot of those prospects and how it's going to allow me to meet all these new people and form new friendships and grow a network and, um, and, and, and. Okay. So. All right. I dig it. Awesome.
0: <laughs> all right. I guess it's my turn. Uh, it what is. am I most excited about for my future? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've recently been told that, you know, your future doesn't really matter. What matters is the present. Um, but to answer your question, I would say that moving forward, uh, I'm going to be me and I'm going to be confident and I'm going to be free and those things uh, are going to make my future better. I love that. So I'm I'm extremely excited about the way that I'm going to handle my future.
2: Okay. And I think that's awesome to really just truly live in the moment and, you know, the future is unknown and you make it what, what you want it to be. And I think that's awesome and powerful and cool.
0: Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a scary thought, but I, I mean, her number could be up any day, you know, and, and. Yep. Oh, I and, know that all too well. I drive 50,000 miles a year and somebody's always trying to kill me on a daily basis. So my number might be up someday. And, and I want to know that I didn't waste this day thinking about tomorrow. I wanted to have today as the best day I could.
2: Amazing. Yep, that's awesome.
0: Now that's going to take some practice because I'm also a person who's stuck inside their head and worries a lot. Analysis Paralysis that exactly but that is that is something I've learned recently and that I'm going to try to apply to my life moving forward I
1: dig it what about you Whit? what am I most excited about for my future yeah we got some time. Uh, we have approximately like five, well te- technically 10 minutes but I'm not going to talk that long um, to be 100% honest with you I'm excited about the unknown I'm excited to see what kind of energy that i'm putting out right now will resonate for my future um i feel like a very positive and uh how do i like i feel like the energy that i'm putting out right now is going to give me the best future that i can be i don't know the best future that i can have i don't know what that future necessarily looks like just because you know robert like robert said you know you worrying about tomorrow isn't going to help anything i'm not necessarily worried about it but i'm anticipating um good things to fall into my lap because i'm a good person i'm not gonna do somebody dirty and even if somebody does me dirty i still continue to just be the same whitney consistently that i've that i've been striving to be and i'm excited to see where that takes me
0: well we're, some awesome, we're awesome both, stuff there yeah we're both going to be around to see it so
2: hell Hopefully. yeah well you i mean i'm definitely planning on it so right like you said the future is unknown the future is, unknown. <laughs> the
0: future
1: is, <laughs> unknown. is definitely unknown that
2: was some very dark humor right there. Right.
0: well willing <laughs> life, willing uh we'll both be around to uh to see it I, and i know
1: you know what even if you're not i truly believe that spirits follow me around so like i know you're gonna be here either way yeah either way Well, that was really, I feel like I should have five questions from next time and we can uh, invite some couple guest speakers. So if you guys want to reach out to some people and see if they want to uh, be a part of this podcast, I think I can add what, 10 people.
0: Geez, Op.
2: Sure, why not?
1: We'll test it out. I don't. Uh, I mean, I'm not (laughs) saying we need to like do ten people, but like having swap somebody out every, you know, every three or four podcasts, um, just so we can get some different uh, feedback in here. But if you guys want to reach out, I'm going to actually share this on Facebook tonight. So if you guys want to take it and snag it and share it, um, I feel like people will listen. I mean, Robert went uh, live on Facebook the other day and he had over 200 views on his video. (laughs) Solid. So first live video. Let's do this. Let's make this shit viral. Because I feel like this podcast specifically is a lot of things that people can relate to. And I feel like sharing it is gonna be huge for all of us. So Oh absolutely. Let's do it. Um I'll share it to my
2: I'll share it to my public page. I'll share it to all of my pages. Right on. Sweet. Great. So what is Whitney, just to kind of round this out for a lot of people that might be listening in for the first time, what, how can they find you? And if they want to leave you messages, where can, how do they do
1: The best way to do that is through my Facebook boudoir page, Whitney Brewer Boudoir, um, or Instagram, Whit Makes Art or Whitney Brewer Photo. Um, You can text me 614-500-3830. I'm trying to think through Natalie, you know, get a hold of Natalie or get a hold of Robert and ask for my information. Um, but we we're all here um through these podcasts, especially through the last couple of ones, we've all been together and doing this together. So it's not just me, it's not how do you find Whitney, it's how do you find all of us because we are a team and we are a network and we're all one. So Oh man,
2: that is so deep. I love it. We're building a community. We really are. Yeah. We really are. So yeah, take take this podcast. You're just our. You're a fearless leader. Is all I'm oh, saying. Love so and if honesty. Need to get in touch with Whitney. Get in touch with us. Yeah. Too. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. All right, guys. Well, I'm gonna hop
1: off here because I am profusely sweating in my bathtub. <laughs> well, look at your choice. Look at your life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's better than sweating it out with Natalie in the bathtub, right?
0: Oh my God. But- <laughs>
1: And two bottles Just of Just so you know, everyone, <laughs> Natalie and I went on vacation last week and drank two bottles of wine in the bathtub and answered the door in my bathing suit when the cops arrived to the house. So, yep.
2: that happened. All right. <laughs> Those were probably the happiest cops on the that, planet. That story is a TBD. Yes. Oh, speaking mm-hmm. of TBD,
1: I, I journaled about it. So, it's in my travel journal, Natalie. It's Great. It- so,
2: please, so I'm going to need somebody to read that at my show. <laughs>
0: Thanks
2: in advance. And if, if, if you die before
1: I do, I'll read it at your funeral and vice versa. How about that?
2: That's okay. Just hey, it's and in if this you
0: podcast,
1: guys podcast, we'll record it.
0: If you guys die together, I'll read <laughs> it. Yes, wrong. Robert. I got your badge. Yes.
1: Okay. See, teamwork He's, makes the dream work.
0: Right. Third wheel doesn't okay. always <laughs>
1: <sit>. <laughs> That positive perspective right. just made me want to cry laughing
0: uh-huh i love you well, guys i appreciate it we love thing. you too and, and uh, you know i i love being on here and i love uh having a voice and hearing your guys' different perspectives and and feeling close to you guys and connected to you guys so thank you for that thank you for Absolutely.
1: being a part of it
2: i appreciate motherfucker you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <A bit? laughs> don't make me come in there what in the
2: bathtub <laughs>
0: Yeah, don't make me come in there.
2: You say? Oh, God, we're signing <laughs> off. Thanks to all the listeners. And um, we'll catch you on the next podcast episode. What are I, we on? I think Six, this now? is seven because
1: I did one solo dolo. It was horrible. Shit, eight. Anywho, yeah. Right. Peace and out. Have a good week, everybody.
0: All right. Peace, yep, love, and ya. happiness. That's for me.
1: See you. Hey, later. Hey, deuces.